1: and how but you still have love
0: for me, Now would you girl? leave me if you father found out I was thugging? Do you believe me when I tell you you the one I'm loving? Are you mad because I'm asking you 21 questions? Are you my soulmate? Because if so, girl, you're a blessing. Do you trust me enough? They tell me your dreams I'm staring at you Trying to figure how you got them jeans If I was down Would you say things to make me smile I treat you how you want to be treated. just teach me how If I was with some other chick And someone happened to see And when you asked me about it I said it wouldn't me Would you believe me Or up and leave me How deep is our bond? If that's all it takes For you to be gone We only humans girl We make mistakes To make it up I do whatever it takes I love you like a fat kid love cake You know my style, I say anything to make you smile Girl, it's easy to love me
1: now Would you love me if I was down and out Would you
0: still have love for me Girl, it's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down and out Would you still have love could you for love me in a girl, girl, could you love me on a bus I'll ask 21 questions, and they all about us. Could you let me in a bed? Could you let me on a bus? I'll ask 21 questions, and they all about us.
1: Yo.
2: Good yo. morning. Good morning, Black America. It's yeah. T Shaw and my right hand man.
3: Yo, Scholar P in the building. Hey,
2: <laughs> how y'all doing this morning?
3: Y'all. Y'all look. Um, welcome to Bruin Black, um, all the beautiful people of that, the diaspora. Um, if you are not aware, Bruin Black is a place where we talk about black popular culture on a national level, on a local level here in this great city of Angels, uh, Los Angeles, and here right on campus at UCLA.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, and yeah. we always want to do our land acknowledgments. We are sitting here on the Gabrielino and the Tongva land. This is stolen land and we always want to pay our respects.
3: Of course, of course. And with that being said, um, we want to say happy black history month Ooh, too. Happy you know, Black People Month. That's yes, right, that's right. You know, we gotta we gotta acknowledge the ancestors on all levels. Um and, and so just just be looking out for uh inspiration um, and, and a lot of other things on the show that deal with uh, Black History Month as we celebrate our people. But but, but you know what I, <laughs> I like about us, t
2: What's up, what's up? I
3: feel like it don't even have to be Black History Month for us to be celebrating our own people not here. Not at all. We're black. We, we, not, yeah, not at all. That's, that's, that's obvious, right? That's, that's, uh, that that's goes without saying. Look, um, we
2: black 24-8. Shout out to Kobe. Hey,
3: hey, hey. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Um. Also, we, we want to let y'all know that, uh, you know, when we talk about the ancestors um, and we talk about, you know, we're talking about people who are great. Um, however, on Brewing Black, we we also hold people who do great things in the black community and for the black community accountable. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, T-Shaw, you know, I'm, I'm going to let T-Shaw sort of open up uh, us this morning with a segment that we like to call our light, light roast. roast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Light Roast, for those of you who might not know, is a segment where uh, Tisha and I sort of break down someone who's doing something crazy or mm-hmm. says something a little bit crazy or foolish. Crazy. Um, but then after that, you know, we, we have some inspiration for y'all to just sort of keep things on a positive note, uh, like the uh, roast in your coffee. You know, it roasts a little bit, but then it sort of lifts your spirits up and get whatnot. Get you caffeinated. That's, get you throughout the day. That's it. That's, that's it. That's all we're looking for. <laughs> so, t shirt you want to tell them what, what your frustration is?
2: Yeah, yeah. My light roast, it might be a little controversial, and this might be your okay, king, but I'm sorry. My Ooh. light roast go out to Jay-Z. Oh, man. Jay-Z, man, been, he been grinding my gears recently, man. I Man, I think that Jay-Z has looked, Man. He's, he's been an inspiration, for sure, in this black community. Sure. But I think that very recently, a lot of the things he's been saying, is, it's kind of got under my skin. So I think one thing is his partnership with the NFL, right? Uh-huh. I think that it is opportunistic. I think that he, he's talking about how we need to get past kneeing and different things like that. But it's because he can make money off of it. Mm. I think that very recently we saw at the Super Bowl he was sitting down at the during the national anthem, and people was like, "Oh yeah, they they on a black stuff, Black History Month, they they sitting down, they he's picking up where Kaepernick like left off at, maybe. Right. So he comes out uh, yesterday or two days ago and is talking about why he did it, and he pretty much kind of gives this like mm, booty uh, like excuse of how they were really sitting down because they were just too preoccupied to remember to stand he was talking about how because of this partnership with the nfl they've been um they're in charge of like the sound equipment and the the performers and different things like that so that they were too interested in like that making sure everything was going well as a show to really remember to um to, to stand up they said he said that he would never even sit down with blue because he wouldn't want her to get that smoke which is I guess understandable, but yeah. I don't think it's too too early to introduce your kid to um the the culture of our people, right? right? A silent protest is nothing nothing dangerous, especially if you're Jay-Z and Beyonce with money. Yeah. You're you're protected. But I think that um he also went on to say that there was no need to silent protest because um he's they they also collaborated with the NFL to um put out this um, tribute um, video t- for uh Bo Tom Jean, uh, mm-hmm. the man that was killed in his own home by Amber Geyer um, in Texas um, a few months ago. Right. Um, but my problem is that he kind of undercuts Kaepernick's movement. Um, he tries to move us past that and yes, I think that we all understand that what happened to Bo Tom Jean, it, it should not happen. But I think we can come to a general consensus in this world that no one should be killed in their own home when they're just chilling, listening to Drake. Like, right, right, right. I, I think we all have that understanding, but it's like that respectability, right? I think that when you're cutting off Kaepernick, you're saying you're you're forgetting these other lives, right? I think that with like Trayvon Martin, Trayvon Martin, like R.I.P. to Trayvon Martin. He actually, um, I think it was his birthday today, or he was mm-hmm. killed today. Either it was one of the two. Yeah. Um, so, but R.I.P. to him because I think that like that's a case that we're not really looking into, and that's it's different than the Baltimore Gene. He fought back. So it doesn't have that respectability. Sandra Bland, she doesn't have that respectability. These are the people that Kaepernick was kneeling for to bring awareness to. So I think that we we can kind of tease out a little tension in that. And so that's my light role. So Jay-Z, mm, what you think?
3: So, yeah, yeah. So Jay-Z is a very complex Complex person, right? And so, um, and, and we want to know your your uh, y'all thoughts on this. So, you know, uh, get a, get at us on uh, Twitter at bgsa underscore UCLA, um, and let us know what your thoughts are because we know J- uh, Jay Z is a hero for a lot of people. Um, so, I think Jay Z is a very complex person. Um, I think that. Jay Z, there could be an argument made that like you know he's trying to do social justice things and maybe he has like a very genuine uh, place on it, but like he's also a capitalist and like in some in some instances Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. I know in terms of the Trayvon Martin stuff, right? um, I I'll I'll give him his credit. I know that he's been at rallies for Trayvon and things things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I think with. I think with Jay-Z, and he's done a lot of stuff with prison reform, right? Um, Teaming up with McMill. um, And so we we won't forget those efforts. I think the thing about Jay-Z, though, that people might not have realized was that when he teamed up with Colin Kaepernick, a lot of people sort of... sort of linked it to when he was um, in Brooklyn and he was doing things with the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people were sort of displaced in Brooklyn because uh, of the, all the new developments that were going on with the arena and all of that stuff. And uh, Jay-Z sort of left left that after it had served his ben- business interests, and people were displaced. And so that was another part of why people might have had distrust for Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. And that wasn't circulating um, as much. You well, worked, Jay-Z... Right?
2: Distrust for Jay Z.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, and for that particular reason, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think Jay Z is a is a very complex person, and and you know, uh, for me, so neither of us are from um, the from New York or mm-hmm. from for, from that area. So, I didn't necessarily grow up, you know, idolizing Jay Z or him having that big of an impact for, on my life. Like, I, I grew up on different people, um, and so as as much as I respect him, I also think that there's. There's an accountability uh, thing thing for him too, and I feel like Absolutely. if we love him, right? Yeah, you know, because I, I think I think my biggest thing about Jay Z teaming up with the NFL was not even it, it, it was more so that he was saying that like we don't the Super Bowl doesn't he, he doesn't need the NFL the NFL needs him and so mm-hmm. for me I'm just like I I feel like you're so he's so powerful he's so influential he's already doing all these great things by himself yeah. um and so for me it's just hard to wrap my head around him teaming up with. These organizations, because of things like this, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, and, and he's like putting himself in that in that particular situation. But you know, I, you know, as people who are trying to dissect this uh, we, all we can do is continue to wait and see. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, you know, we, we got to go based off what, what we're seeing and, 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 con- and comment as we're seeing things, right. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, it's been, it's been a while now since he's actually introduced that, uh, partnership. And so yeah. we're going to continue to keep our eyes on it, but like, we're going to keep, we're going to continue to hold them accountable in absolutely. that sense as well, you know,
2: absolutely. No one's beyond critique.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, you know, it, everyone everyone can get it everyone can get it you know everybody get the
2: smoke um
3: but 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 like um i'll also say that you know the critique that we give we we give with love because you know we we're not gonna tear tear you down yeah but we are but we got to be honest too absolutely and 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 shoot jay-z if jay-z ever wants to come here (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah he can hop
2: in the boat yeah yeah you know
3: um but
2: bring blue please yo
3: (laughs) oh and also i think another thing about that too that gets me is that like i understand you wanting to sort of protect your daughter from from smoke but like you also have a black a black kid and Thank you know there's you. only so much you can do there anyway Thank um you. but yeah uh so that that you yeah. know that that's something that we're going to keep our eye out on but please let us know what your thoughts are do you feel like we are off the chain do you feel <laughs> like we got something messed up uh let us know let's have this conversation because i think it's helpful regardless right um but with that said we gave jay-z the light rose Um, So now we're going to inspire. Right. We're going to leave you all on some good energy. Right. So um, this quote is actually uh, by someone named uh, Dr. May Jemison. She became the first black woman to travel into space when Mm -hmm. she uh, when she served as a mission specialist aboard the Space Shuttle. Uh, endeavor. So we're going to give our sh- our shout out to this black queen, and she actually has this quote. And I want you all to sort of let this seep into your soul and your mm, spirit. Ooh, uh, she okay. says, <laughs> she says, never be limited by other people's limited imaginations. Um, Tisha, I think that that's so important because I feel like I'm um, especially as black bodies walking around, whether it be on a campus, out in the city, out in this country um people want to limit us right
2: absolutely absolutely Pe-
3: um and so just i we just want to sort of leave y'all with this idea of you know when when you're going through things when people are trying to project their insecurities and their and their limited lifestyles on you um know that you know no one no one can limit you um except yourself now that doesn't mean structural stuff isn't going to try to yes, happen keep barriers. you down right but but um, know that like you, you you were put on this earth for a reason and that you have purpose and so don't yes. so don't let it limit Don't let it limit you and definitely don't let people's opinions of you limit you, you Absolutely,
2: feel me? like your potential is boundless and I think that's what it's saying right to reach for the stars Yes, literally. Reach. Yes, that's, that's what she did. She reached for the stars and she went and got it.
3: Yes, that's that's exactly what happened um now, you know and I and I think and <laughs> this is this is this is going to be interesting. But you know, um, MLK had a dream. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, because we're speaking about limits. And one of his dreams was that you know little black boys and uh, little, little uh, white boys, little black girls and little white girls could all sit at the table, right, and, mm-hmm. and fellowship, right. Now, when uh, MLK said said such such a thing, you know. I don't know if he pictured uh, Meg Thee Stallion
4: <laughs> and Gerald
3: G. <laughs> Easy, <G-Z. laughs> um, you know, sort of kissed up. First of all, if there, if you haven't seen a, a popular uh, rapper Meg Thee Stallion and po- other popular rapper G. Easy, um, slightly
2: popular, yeah, yeah, yeah you
3: know, yes, yeah. so, um, are are an item now apparently. Um, there's a clip, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's a clip of them. Um, sort of sitting together or laying together, and Jesus is tearing Meg's face apart,
2: man, he's sucking on that fenty highlight. You yeah, feel me? yeah,, yeah,
3: yes. So I was like, Tisha, we got to talk about this for the culture because, you know, it, it is Black History Month. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got to appreciate how far we've come. You know, interracial dating has been happening f- happening forever. um but, but in today's society, it's probably, uh, you know, scrutinized, but like obviously not as much as it was during the quote-unquote beginning of quote-unquote America, <laughs> right? So, um, and, and there's I, me and Tisha were sort of talking about this idea of uh, a double standard when it comes to interracial dating, especially Absolutely. right as it relates to. Black people, and in particular, black women, when Mm -hmm. they date outside of the race. race. Uh, Tisha, you got some thoughts on that?
2: I do. I do. I think that, well, one, I was devastated. You know? LOL. Look, I love me some LOL. LOL, You feel me? I, I didn't... I've known about making her music for a few years now so it was just like oh she's just scrumptious (laughs) 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 um so when i seen that i was like man we got to cancel black history month just started again (laughs) you feel me we had so many uh great moments with uh lamar jackson winning the mvp patrick mahomes winning the super bowl i'm Mm -hmm. like oh black is black is good right now oh cool i seen uh meg the stallion i was like oh god then i heard about zendaya and um, you, we know about Meghan Markle and Serena Williams. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think there's always black women get this smoke for dating outside the race. Yeah. Um, And I think that like it is such a double standard because I think black men do it all the time. Yeah. And they don't, one, get that same smoke. But two, I think they do it for different reasons. Black <sighs> men, usually when they're dating outside the race, it's demeaning to black women. Like they're usually like actively degrading black women in the process of choosing whoever they decide to love and i think that's where i draw the line i think that like i don't know i I don't know how i feel about interracial dating right now and i think that like as a black man i feel like there's a lot of people that choose up uh, choose outside so i feel like i'm i i owe it to my black queens you feel me to um that's who i just have decided to love i think that like when i'm in a relationship i feel better with a black woman Um, And that's that's a personal opinion. Yeah. But I think that we all have like these choices to make. But I think that when we are choosing to degrade um, in who we decide to love, when we're like cutting down a group of people to say, oh, yeah, I I mess with these exotic women because these black girls is ghetto or these black girls are this and that. And all of these stereotypes, all of these things that actually have transpired since slavery that we're just kind of like rehashing and re-bringing up all the time. Right, right, right. Um, there's, there's some lineage in that. So I think that that's where I draw the line.
3: Right, right. And so I, I tell you with everything you said. So y'all, I've been, oh, oh, I, I can't wait. So here, here's mm-hmm. my thing. Right, so date who you want to date. Tisha, I, I totally agree with you. I have an issue when a black, a black man says, I don't date black women specifically yes. because they're X, Y, and Z. Like,
2: your mama's black.
3: Right, and I, I have an issue when black women say, oh, I don't date, I won't, I'll never date a black man because X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. So yeah, it, it's a both sides thing. For me, I'm, I'm also like you, like, of course, I, I, I'll never say that I would never date or, or marry a, another race, but my preference is black women. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, and it is political right yeah, absolutely. Uh, and i'm very intentional unapologetic about that so speak he, on it like he, here's my thing the reason that i fell in love with black women and black women specifically is because since since they were brought as captives over here they have found a way to love through trauma mm. that that is just uh, like unfathomable right mm, yes and, and on top of that right the even the black women in my life what what i've said is if black women can love through all the bs that i've seen uh, men put them through right uh What, what, how much could a black woman love when a man isn't putting her through trauma, when a man is out there cheating on her, making her look crazy, emotionally abusing her, verbally abusing, abusing her and all sorts of other types of abuse. What, what, like. To imagine what a black love could look like how magical when,
2: it could be right
3: when you're supporting and uplifting a black woman and i'm just like oh my gosh that would be so lit right yeah. um and so i i think that that's my thing and and here's the thing when we talk about people like a serena a rihanna yes. right yes. um rihanna, a i
2: forgot about rihanna yeah
3: yeah because y'all he, here's the thing people forget that um let, let's go for Serena for example right okay uh she was she was dating uh, a football player mm-hmm. she was dating commons she was dating drag yep. and so uh, I, I feel like a lot of times um you know some some black women they they might uh find themselves with people outside of their outside of their own race from the very beginning mm-hmm. but I also feel like they're black women who have tried to date black men they've had uh some negative experiences and yeah. like that's not because of all black men no. but but when they try something and they find someone who actually loves them and respects them and that mm-hmm. person happens to be of a different race yeah. we can't then come and criticize them right exactly people weren't feeling Ser- people weren't feeling Serena comparing her to, to uh, she was saying that she was too masculine her arms yeah. were too big X yeah. Y and Z and now that she's with wit, uh, the Reddit dude uh, uh, I think it's like Alex or Alexis or something like that but like Alexis. yeah yeah so like and now that she's with him now we want to be critical right they hot they big right? mad right but
2: three years ago they were talking about how she she could throw a cotton ball on the roof, like. right?
3: And, and more, and even, even more importantly, right? This idea of hey, y'all, if y'all are so critical of. Uh, Serena and black women for dating people outside of their race. Are you checking your homeboy when he's dogging dogging black women? Ain't you know what I'm saying? Are, are, you keep, are, are we as brothers keeping each other accountable, right? Yes. Like I, I haven't been perfect in all my relationships, but I can tell you one thing. I got friends. I got friends who keep me accountable. I got a circle that keeps me accountable, right? Yes. And I keep them accountable too. Absolutely. So we, we got to sort of think about that as we think about interracial dating. Yes. You know?
2: Yes. I think that too. Um, I wonder how it would have looked if it wasn't like Meg and it was like maybe, I don't know, Michael B. Jordan or something. I don't think yeah. it would have broke the internet like it did. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. People would have been talking about it. But I think there were there were so many different sides talking about this Meg thing. Like right. everywhere I went, Instagram, Twitter, like it is blowing up and there's discourse around it. Um, and it might have just been for pl- publicity. Like right. who knows? But I think that the conversation and the dialogue around it is really what I was interested in. Why were so many people upset? Like, I'm not going to lie, I was upset too. <laughs> That's because I love me some Meg. Yeah, but like, I feel you. Really, people felt betrayed. Like, how dare Meg? But it's like, she was admit, with with uh, Moneybag, yo. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, who else she? I mean, people date. Right, right, And I think that the other thing was that, like, people were bringing up, like, different, like, screenshots. Like, one, why do you have screenshots of Meg with whoever she's dating? Like, they had her with, like, Trey Songz and Moneybag yo, and like whiz, and they like oh she just be hopping from homie to homie like
3: isn't that what dating is yeah like are you are you a child and are we really gonna put the onus of hopping from person to person on a, a woman rapper when the male rappers, that's that's all like, they what? do.
2: That is all that what? is the the brunt of their music. Like
3: have y'all have y'all met Trey Song? <laughs> <laughs> like have y'all met a money bag girl or a whiz? Like, come on now. Come on. Aww. Um so I, I think that it's it's a very important a conversation to to like continue because it's just like we can't be putting all this onus and pressure on on black women if you don't want a black woman dating someone outside of their race um you know treat treat the black woman that you with wit right you know what i'm exactly. saying exactly and Sleep and look on it. look my thing is too you know i i have i i have family that like all my family on my on on one side of, of my family is like interracial interracial relationships Ooh. right and so there's and so there i think there's nothing wrong with it as long as your partner understands the trials and tribulations Absolutely. that you're that you know comes with the color of your skin Absolutely. right um ha- however i will say that putting pressure on people um, because they are just being with someone who loves them and cares for them. Mm. When you have watched them suffer and go mm. through stuff with someone who might be of their same race, is uh, problematic, right? Man. Um, and so we we love we love all types of love here. Um, but, yes, but quit criticizing love. and quit putting the double standard on black women when a lot of our uh, black black celebrity men that are super notable they don't they're not married to black to black women not at um, all. But one thing I will say to T-Shaw is that. Um that this idea of like black black on black on black love um is is weird because people think oh black people aren't dating each other black people aren't marrying each other mm-hmm. but let's let's be clear like black black women and black men do love each other like I, th- I think i saw a quote and it was like 80% of like black men who are married to people are married to black women mm-hmm. um and so i think that we have to have this conversation in that context too yes. right so we got to talk important. about right we got to talk about why uh, the, the media narrative is what it is and the truth to some mm-hmm. of the media narrative. But then we also got to say that, hey, y'all, we love each other and we are choosing each other too. Yes. Right?
2: Yes. I think there's a misrepresentation of black men too, right? Mm. I think that when we think about black men, we think of the entertainers. We think about the athletes. And I think that those are yeah. the people, those are the hyper visible black men. And I think that, again, those those people are pigeonholed, right? I think All that right. we we, oh, black men, it's like, when people talk about black men and when black men are fetishized, those are usually the black men that people are talking about. Right, those athletes right. and entertainers. So I think that because they're so hyper visible, people are thinking like, "Oh yeah, black men they don't love black women." Um this that and the third. And it's like, "No, like it's me and you walking around here everywhere, right? right, I, right. Like in LA, in Vegas, in North Carolina, yeah. in Boston, like we're everywhere." And I think that there there are everyday black men that are loving black women and it's right. that's not as visible but i do have a question have you ever dated outside the race so i think dated is
3: a strong word okay, um,
2: okay
3: i have had uh interactions with women outside of of the race and like i've had strong feelings for women who who did not identify as black before okay um so it's definitely not an impossibility mm. um um you know i've but i've date i have dated some women of some races and then like, oh gosh, like I feel awkward with you because, yeah. <laughs> because of the notions around like, you know, a black man bringing someone. So like, I remember one time I was with this woman, she happened to be white mm-hmm. and sweetest girl in the world. I remember bringing her to, like, an all-black club, and I s- saw some of my black homegirls, and I was just like, Oh! Uh, uh, you like, Oh, no, I'm not uh, one of these. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying. one of them. Because I didn't want them to think that I was one of those black dudes who, like, couldn't stand black women. and Because, like, at the time, people didn't see me, like, dating or talking to a lot of people because yeah. I did a lot of my stuff uh, in private. Yeah, on a low-low. Right, right, because I wasn't, you know, so I wasn't in that place. So to for me to, for them to see me bring a woman out somewhere in public and for her... And for that to be one of the first women they see me with yeah. is white i i was like whoa and there's not nothing wrong with what with white women or, or that particular white girl i just felt uncomfortable because, because i know there's some black men like the first time i met this white girl i i kid you not there was a black dude who gave me a high five and i was like <sighs> come and, on and i didn't bro. know the girl was white at the time I, i'll admit y'all i was it, it was a club <laughs> it was it was dark i, I you thought yeah yeah so it, it was weird but like this dude gave me a high five and i didn't know why until I later found out that she was white. And I'm just like, it's not a high five moment, bro. Yeah, like no, not at all. Like like I like I've talked to beautiful women of color. And those are the high fives. I yeah. get the high fives to myself. Like, hey, yeah. you did that, bro. <laughs> Boy. What? <laughs> uh, but what about you, Tisha? I mean,
2: um, so, yes, I actually have um, my first girlfriend. But this was, like, high school. So, All I right. almost don't even count. You feel me? Hey, and that was an old decade. But, like, <laughs> none of that counts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, new, new decade, new me. Right. But, no, um, I think that, like, that was my first experience. And, like, it was, it was dope. But, like, now looking back on it, I don't think I could do it again. Mm. I've also, like been very close to like other women uh, of color too and i think oh, right. that that might be a possibility maybe um because people that are socially conscious and you can like kind of have real discourse and then you can understand these like other layers that are kind of going around it mm-hmm. and you don't have that same pressure um that you kind of felt when you were out at the club right because right, right. i think that that's awkward but still it something in me doesn't really sit completely right and i think that like yeah i don't i don't know i i think that like and also, I'm, I haven't been the happiest I have been unless I was with a black woman, too. Because I think there's just things that, like, on a fundamental level, like, you get, like, just cultural upbringings, like, different things. Like, we're just here with it. Like, right. it's like, I don't know, that shared black culture, it, it transcends a lot. Um, and it makes a love kind of magical
3: right right and and I, I totally agree at least for me right so so we won't speak for all for all black men right but like i I, I agree with your sentiment because um for me I'm like the dude at the black cookout who like you really gotta, right like, try really hard to make me lead the black cookout cuz yeah. like every <laughs> everything that i need is with my people absolutely already absolutely
2: space and, right right
3: right so it's just the the music we listen to the conversations that we have and it's not that i can't have great conversations and great fellowship with people of other races mm-hmm. but there's a particular black experience that i relate to yes. and and like we're we go to UCLA and there's not a lot of black people here but it's like we find the black spaces. We we create communities in these black spaces. And I and I've even done the same thing in LA. No matter what city I'm in, I'm going to find and gravitate towards blackness, right? Absolutely. And so for me, if a woman is dating me and she's not black, she has to be in love with blackness like mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. And like I I you know a, a lot point. of women I can understand if the if that's not on them, right? Whereas with some black women, it's like they they have that same thing too, where they gravitate towards blackness and black people. Um, and so I you know I think that um. It's it's something that you sort of have to recognize within yourself. Absolutely. And, and ask yourself like, what do you value and what is okay with you to have and, and, and who can sort of fit into that lifestyle, you know?
2: Absolutely. Okay, so listeners, let us know what you're thinking. Please. What do you think about interracial relationships, marriages? Keep this conversation going. Again, we are UCLA BGSA. Yes, yes. Um, use the hashtag Brewing Black. Yeah. And keep, keep this conversation going. Where We have a live stream and we have a, um, a live feed, so type some things in. Um, we're going to take a quick break. I have a song coming up by Impact RH. Um, I'm a local artist. I hope y'all like it. I hope y'all love it. I hope y'all enjoy And we'll be back soon. Thank you. Complex. Run around city with some brand new heat, brand new car, brand
1: new feet, brand new seat, brand new smell. Pull out, the it like a brand new L For you, my shit brand new She's throwing ass, she know what he been do. Shoot by real, yeah, Mr. Me Too Big basketball and last nigga D2 For you, on my bitch brand new New block, nigga ain't no deuce, deuce New coupe, where the fuck is my roof? New rock on the block, he gon' shoot What you gon' do for them blues? What you gon' do for a brand new coupe? Switch up my whip, got a brand new roof I put my new and my young girl too. I fuck them up in the home, good too. I don't notice that's a brand new you. Switch out my bitch, got a brand new bull. When I get rich, I'ma act brand new. I'ma act brand, brand em all, be new. I fuck them the home, too. I don't notice that's a brand new you. Switch out my bitch, got a brand new boo. When I get rich, I'ma act brand new. I'ma act brand new. Brand new whip, you should bust round. And brand new bitches bust down. That's I just made a hit, touchdown Listen, young niggas, uptown She doesn't wanna suck, cause we up now I just made a pain like a gun round I was out in traffic and we wasn't round. I was out in traffic till the sun now What you gon' do if she choose? What you gon' do if she come through and give me the blues I fuck, I give her the blues Lately I feel like the truth in the booth I can't lose, that's on God What you gon' do for them blues? What you gon' do for a brand new coat? Switch up my whip, got a brand new boot. I for my new and my own girl too. I no them up in the home goods too. Bought a new, new. Tits, that's a brand new you. Switch up my bitch, got a brand new boat. When I get rich, I'ma act brand new. I'ma act brand fuck brand 'em up in the home goods too. Bought a new tits, that's a brand new you. Switch up my bitch, got a brand new boot. When I get rich, I'ma act brand new.
2: And this is um, Little TJ 2020.
5: shit happen so quick fashion be the latest money coming in but so do hatred shit ain't how i picture but i faced it emotions i erased it fuck having feelings i replaced it should have peaked that fool shit from the basis this one the mistakes hit tired of getting caught up in this fake shit i just can't sit comfy with no snake shit i've been holding demons inside i can't lie so if you ain't ready to die then don't try i gotta make it home so my mama don't cry i'd rather do the sentence least time will go back the pain so numb, I don't feel none. Shooter still run around with no chill, but still be towing in the town for the drill. Some let a nigga run up on me thinking i won't kill some. And I keep the gang when we try, but we is. Everybody get it if it's static, won't spit. Really on my bully 2020, we ain't playing. that was left for everything, don't care about what you saying. Mama, she was praying, I was on that blockly. Really put in 20 years of work, but then I got with. Sunday, I ain't to church because that block pay big forty cal in my shirt no karate. Fuck with the opps say, fuck with the cops say. Big money you for E, that's the block way. If you feel away, good bow with the Glock say. All my niggas trying to get the bag, fuck the pop way. I just want my name to be around when I ain't here. Living in the moment, but I want this shit for years. They're like TJ, bro, you made it. I still feel like I ain't dead. A lot of niggas hate it, I said fuck it. I don't care, cause I'm taking off. I'ma soon be the greatest, taking off. they did not say they sucking crazy everybody tryna be for out
4: like it's wavy
5: guess i'm just too real I still solid how they made me i can never be a goofy nigga if they pay me so I'm too heat now everything is wavy a lot of niggas think it's competition they amaze me i was going down here jail kinda saved me gotta keep the hard work ain't no getting lazy smoking opposition kinda sorta got me daisy Thank you last a up in my shoes a nigga trade me bitch i need a billy in them blues like i'm jay-z I'll maybe. Bitch, I'm cooking out, got the sauce like it's gravy. If you want a feature, get your money right and pay me. Still, when the time comes, it might be a maybe. It depends on the type of record that you gon' play me. I can't do a whack verse, and this would trade me. Every time you hear my name, you know I'm going crazy. Really, I'm a trench kid, SB really made me. Really had the same golden dreams since a baby. Knew. I just want my name to be around when I ain't here. Living in the moment, but I want this shit for years. I feel like I ain't there. A lot of niggas hate it. I said fuck it, I don't care. Cause I'm taking off. I'ma soon be the greatest, taking off. I'ma soon be the greatest taking off. I'ma soon be the greatest mm-hmm. I'ma I can't lie, so if you ain't ready to die, then don't try. I gotta make it home so my mama don't cry. I'd rather do the sentence least time will go by. Let the peace so numb, I don't feel none. Should've still running around with no chill, but still be towin' in the town finna drill some. Let a nigga run up on me thinking I'm not kill some. <laughs>
2: we're back and we're back so Yo. if you like the first song again that's impact real hits rh um he just dropped a new album it's called uh, north pole so check that
3: one out hey hey and y'all please make sure you're sending us um your your poems your songs and some of your creative work because we want to give y'all this this free shine you know what i'm saying like this is this is what it's about yeah like, we're this is what each it's other, for yeah like we're building each other up right um and so uh, with that said, sometimes um, we're building each other up. You know, this episode feels like it's really about, like, accountability and whatnot. Absolutely. Um, and, and so, T-Shaw, you know, I, I think there's a situation that you wanted to talk about that was uh, sort of happening in the in the news cycle this week.
2: Absolutely. I think that there's two things that really caught my eye that I really want to talk about. Um, so we saw, I want to say it was it was February 1st. So what was that? Uh, Saturday? Yeah, it might have been Saturday. Saturday. Um so on Saturday um there was um a boxer named Javante Davis. Um he is currently the WBA light uh, lightweight champion and I believe like super featherweight or something too. Um so he pulled up to this uh celebrity basketball game in Miami. It was like the Super Bowl weekend and he um just was kind of wild and he showed up, grabbed his uh the mother of his child by like the neck, the throat, the collar. I don't know what you want to call it and really tried to drag her out. Um, and then we also saw, I wanna say on Monday, there was a um, there was a shooting on Texas A&M's campus, um, Texas A&M Commerce, I believe. Um, two young women were shot, um, I believe like 20 and 19. Um, they were killed by one of their um, ex-boyfriends. And then there was also a two-year-old that was shot. Um, and I think that this really like brings to mind or really what I wanna kinda talk about is just domestic violence in, dating violence and how masculinity really intersects with violence. Um, I think that we kind of see that like, especially when it's intimate like that, that intimate violence that men kind of see women as property in a way. Um, It's similar to slavery, but not the same exact thing, but their sentiments, right? It's kind of when we looking at like power and oppression, like that power dynamic, um, that they kind of own them and they kind of own their body. And then if you can own someone's body, you can kind of decide when they live and die. And I think right. that's what, we, what we're what we seeing. And it doesn't always get to that, but I think that that's what it's rooted in. Yeah. Um, and I think that at the most extreme level is when those things happen.
3: Right, right. I, I think that a, as you talk about this idea of like power and dominance, um, I think that as men, um, sometimes, ma- the way that masculinity can hit you is that you won't let things go, right? Mm-hmm. And so the same thing that will make me go and shoot a woman who's like not capitulating to like my needs and my wants or my desires is the same thing that like when a dude pushes me or a dude or a dude like fights me or like embarrasses me, I'm like, nah, I got to end this. I got to end this. Like I cannot let it go because if I let this go, then that shows this level of weakness that shows that I'm not in control. And what am I going to do to show you, maybe even overcompensate in some areas to show you that like I'm in control, that you're not going to disrespect me and that I'm worthy of, of being seen. Yeah, um, and, and it gets really, really uh, dangerous, right? It gets
2: real dangerous. I think that, like, we talked about this in one of my education classes, and I really, like, thought about it. And there's a J. Cole lyric that I always think about. And um, Too Deep for the intro, he talks about how um, he didn't really have nothing to his name. So when somebody want to scrap him, that's all he got. Right. Like, he's like, I'm throwing hands by the bathroom because I don't got nothing else to lose. And right. I think that's kind of what it's rooted in. It's like I think for so long we've been deprived of, of capital that we mm. – of money when I when I say capital I, I might say that a lot um, that's a term that we use a lot on um, campus but capital we think of like as money just wealth um material resources that can like kind of help you like and help your life um I think we've been deprived of that capital and that money for so long that we kind of rely on this social capital mm-hmm. social capital is like that cloud that's what we think about right. and I think that like that cloud is really rooted in respect and I think that that's what we're kind of talking about so when somebody like does something to like kind of like shame you and put like take respect off your name i think that's when we like are angered it's like how dare you like how dare you pretty much like the audacity of you to degrade my character like do you not know who i am that's all i got so like i kill for it right right, right. like you you won't disrespect me in front of all of these people and I think that that's really what it's rooted in. I think even us like on this campus, we can't get away from that. Yeah. I was just in an intramural game on uh Thursday. And I uh we were we were like it was at the end of the game we were kinda like down and I filed this guy and he was like, Oh, you don't gotta file me that hard. And he like kinda stepped to me and I was like, This white man? Like what? <laughs> I said, Or what? Like, because I will really slap you on this like on this court. Yeah, yeah they're gonna kick me out of intramurals. They doubt, I doubt they kick me out the school, but I don't, I don't need this anymore. We finna lose this game anyway. Like, I'll really slap you up. But it's like, I had to, like, hold back because it's like, it's not worth it. Yeah. But it's like, I think that, like, if we're dealing with this on this, like, campus, then, like, we're dealing with this everywhere. And it's like, we have to kind of start dissecting, like, how do we, like, separate masculinity from right. this, this, like, notion of violence and this, like, it's easy. I think right. it's just super easy to fall into it. And, like, how do we, like create like some type of separation between those two. Right,
3: right. And I think one thing that has helped me out in the past and black black men and men of color, I'm talking specifically to you, to you on this one or to us. So for me, I've definitely been in a few situations, um, like last year, whether it be in LA when I was in Boston where um people step to me in a certain way and like, um, y'all, I'm a very nice person. Um, for Con. those of you who don't yeah, yeah. For those of you who know me, but at the same time like I going back to the overcompensation thing, mm. if I feel like I'm disrespected, you make me want to uh, overcompensate and maybe do things to respond to you and to people around you. So like there are just certain games you don't play with folks. Yeah. And so for but for me, Tisha, I think that's something that's helpful is that remembering that you are a person of color, remembering that you are a black man. Like when someone gets me really, really hot, I start thinking, all right, look. So can I, can I risk not only the brand right, the, the, that we have, but like um, I start thinking about what happens if the cops come, Man. right? Who, who are they going to believe? If we're, if we're both people of color, like we're both, we're both messed up, right? Absolutely. Um, and just when you, when you can start thinking about the immediate aftermath the and how that's going to impact. Right, yeah,
2: those consequences. For,
3: right, and just knowing that the world is already against you in the first place, it, sometimes it helps you sort of take a step back and be like, all right, I'm upset. But there's a way to maybe go about it that won't won't put me behind bars or won't mess up my opportunities. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's easier said and done. But I but I also do think that, like, you know, you're just you're you're worth more than that, because like, like Tisha was saying, like you have capital um, that's that's based in respect. But you, but there are different ways to garnish and have that respect, right? Absolutely. Um, there, you're you're never going to be in a situation when you're in a room full of guys and everyone feels like you're the toughest or biggest or meanest mm-hmm. one in the room, right? <laughs> like there there will always be people who are going to be trying you and testing you out. You could be small, big, uh, rich, poor. Like people are just going to try you, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so we have to try to figure out strategies on how we keep our calm and keep our cool, especially as young men. And so mm-hmm. that's something else that we want to hear from you all about. Tell us on Twitter how you how you have sort of calmed yourself down in situations that could have went left Um, and how do you how you remind yourself of what you have to lose um um, because we need to inspire each other right absolutely and you said something
2: so brilliant you kind of talked about like these real implications these real consequences and when we were just talking about trayvon martin and sandra bland like those are prime examples right that just because you feel like this emotional like this emotional response maybe just in that moment that can cause you to really just lose your life. Yeah. And it's like it wasn't even worth it, one. But, two, that shouldn't have never happened. And we know that these systems are built against us, that if we do have this emotional response, that that, that can be a, one of the consequences. Right. And, like, that's crazy. But I think that if we're trying to protect our body and protect our community and protect um, just, like, our lives, um, then we have to be more considerate. Knowing that these are the conditions in which we're living in.
3: Right, right, for sure, for sure, and you know, and, and it's just this idea that like y'all call y'all call me optimistic, y'all call t- or, or pessimistic. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all call me pessimistic, and you can call teach y'all pe- pessimistic. But we we live in a world where we know that like our bodies are targets for uh, uh like numerous reasons, and mm-hmm. like if I can walk on the street and someone can accuse me of a crime that I didn't do and I could end up in jail or in prison, then like. Imagine what happens when I add violence to the situation or a, a very seemingly violent response to a situation, right? Yes. Um and so it's just thinking about like the world already hates hates me in a sense, but I love myself though. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And there are people around me who love me and it's like when I when I do something, when I I think TI said don't let your emotions overpower your intelligence. He's not the first person to say it, <laughs> obviously, but I'm from the South, so yeah. yeah, but like um I that's something that you you just got to uh consider and so like like Tisha was saying like um sort of continue to to think about the world around you um as you think about what's going on inside of you and and not and not letting one response mess up your entire life you everybody else's
2: life too yeah because we see that with like the women thing and that's kind of how we started that like Okay, if it's not the end of your life, you might be ending someone else's life.
3: Right, right. And like, y'all, we are just worth so much more. There will always be another person you can pursue romantically. Yes. Um they're, look there all there's always gonna be someone someone trying you. So like you you gotta learn how to <laughs> take things moment by moment and like see and and uh, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Don't Man. don't mess up the forest for the trees. Yes. You know all those things, yes. right? Um, but yeah, continue to let us know what you think about that on uh, Twitter at bgsa underscore ucla. I'm um, gonna let us know your your coping thoughts and how you de-stress and sort of uh mediate um situations that can go left.
2: Absolutely. So we're gonna uh cue up our video for keep it a bean. Stay with us. We will play a little music in the meantime, and we'll see you in one second.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh,
4: I feel very honored and privileged uh, to be here tonight. Baptists have always been very supportive of, of my career, and I'm deeply appreciative <clears throat> but I have to say that I also feel um, conflicted because so many of my fellow actors that are deserving don't have that same privilege. Uh, I think that we send a very clear message to people of color that you're not welcome here. Um, I think that's the message that we're sending to people that have contributed uh, so much to our medium and our industry and in ways that we benefit from. Um, I don't think anybody wants a a handout or preferential treatment, although that's what we give ourselves every year. I think that people just want to be acknowledged and appreciated and respected for for their work. This is not a self-righteous condemnation because uh, I'm ashamed to say that I'm part of the problem. I have not uh, and everything in my power to ensure that the sets I work on are inclusive, uh, but I think that it's more than just having sets that are multicultural. I think that um, we have to really do the, the hard work to truly understand systemic racism. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> I think that it is the obligation of the people that have created and perpetuate and benefit from a system of oppression to be the ones that dismantle it. So that's on us. Thank you.
3: Hey y'all, so that was uh, Jacqueline Phoenix um, at, at uh, the uh, British, some British Film Awards, um, just talking talking about keeping himself accountable as it pertains to, you know, making, uh, these these Hollywood and movie spaces um, not only more diverse but more equitable, right? For uh, mm-hmm. people people of color. So um, we we want to give a shout out to him mm-hmm. for just keeping it a being, and and it wasn't like he said in the video a self righteous condemnation because he's a part of the problem.
2: Absolutely. Um,
3: and you know we and for anyone who has any type of privilege, whether it be racial, racial, gender, uh, uh, sex, mm-hmm. you know a- anything, you know I think that we we can all learn something from um, not condemning people who are also privileged, but Keeping everyone accountable, right? Absolutely. Um, and so, so we just wanted to give a shout out to him. And while we're already on the topic, um, we we also have a segment called Spotlight, where um, we sort of talk about someone within the great city of L.A. who's doing big things. So um, we're gonna we're gonna do this real quick. So the United States Military Academy, on West Point cadets traveled to L.A. to host their annual leadership and ethics STEM workshop on Friday. Um, and the concept was basically to go to underrepresented communities and share leadership principles of the cadets are taught um and many of them travel to facilitate workshops um for people who are like natives of southern cal um, and the guy we're putting the spotlight on is jordan blackman uh, who um who's la uh, sentinel student athlete of the week um he led a group of sixth graders through various activities that involve morals ethics and technology so um, we just want to s- uh, send a shout out to Jordan Blackman um, um, and keep doing the great work, young brother.
2: Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir.
3: Um, and then finally, y'all, um, before we head out, we, you know, like like we said, continue to start sending us um, your promotional things. If you if your event or if your program has events going on, let us know um, because we, we like to to pub them. So um, Tisha, you want to tell them about. Uh, what's going on today and what's going on in a couple weeks?
2: Yes, so we have a Black Love event coming up on February twenty first. That is Friday, February twenty first, from four to seven at um oh actually the the location is to be determined and we will get back to you that on that next week we have a Black Wednesday today at t- from twelve to two that mm-hmm. will be held at the ASU office. Um, usually we're outside, it's a little nippy this week, so we got to get indoors. Um, and they got some they got a little food that I think you can buy. Hey, um, I think that there's also a black trivia night going on tonight, um, put on by the Black Law School Student Association, BOSA. Um, and that's going on at five o'clock. If you're interested, um, check out the BGSA um, uh, Instagram um, there. There's a flyer on there and you can see how you can get involved in that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, also, the uh, Anderson School of Management or our business school um, is doing a service day this weekend and then a mixer afterwards. Um, and so there, so check uh, our our Instagram for flyers on that as well. Um, and then also, we can't forget that the UCLA Minority Health Conference is happening on February on Friday, February twenty eighth, from uh, eight a.m. to three p.m. And to register, um, go to the website twenty twenty UCLA Minority Health Conference dot eventbrite.com once again that's 2020 ucla minority health conference dot eventbrite.com
2: yes sir thank you for staying with us yes thank you for tuning in yes thank yes. you for being involved and keeping this conversation going we love you we appreciate you yeah um yeah
3: it's it's all love here um and you know just you know I'm, I'm we're so excited to sort of continue these these different conversations um um we 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 be getting real on here y'all and we appreciate all the love that you all uh, show us for for keeping it a bean and and for keeping it real um and so as we like to say remember uh keep the coffee black and
2: hey it is aquarius season so always be breezy and i like my radio like i like my women black, black. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch y'all next week keep keep us on top keep us Not two, but top two. You feel me? Let's go. All right. We'll catch y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in.
0: Yeah. Left your viewing at the Staples Center. Obama wrote you a letter, yeah, you made it, nigga. I even heard you had some plans to come to Vegas with us. And them suckers could never kill you, it only made you bigger. And every time I see some fire, I see blue. And every time I close my eyes, I see Snoop and I see you. When I be on the west side, west side. you know how we do it. Hustle and motivate, turning one into a two two, two, two and a four. Hurt my heart, I seen you on the floor, do it for the hood. But I don't even wanna do it no more. When these niggas you do it for, that shit you all. Only thing I can say is you with a love, Listen, Bless Bless And Bless I ain't finna her. say like I'm your main homie. I but when we lost you, it really put some pain on me. Got me scared to go outside without that flame on me. And when them niggas went against me, you ain't changed change on, change on me. Told me it was wrong to write some of my longest nights. You made me cry, nigga. And I don't cry, nigga. You the first one made me feel like I could die, nigga. Because real niggas never die. You know the vibes, nigga. Yeah. Couple days ago, I was chilling with my youngest. seen your kids on the gram. It made me sicker to my stomach. And as the marathon continued, we keep running. But I'm like, damn, I wish you seen that pussy coming, I I ain't coming for real. Okay. How many
6: tears did you cry when you lost someone? Okay. We did this shit out for the go Did this shit for my little brother-wo-wo-wo Had to stand through these tears Cause I see you every time my eyes close Asking myself why you had to go i lost you i ain't talk about it. i remember i bought out in tears when i saw your body and a flight back home had cold days in the lake had to turn off my phone throw on the shades and imagine you nobody know wishing going blind to hide no tears had a lot of murder on my mind but in god i fear. Took the and Crenshaw around the globe. in a year, remember riding solo nights, escalates in my rear. I just hustle, motivate, be prolific, hold down the state. My big brother hustle to break. I know Kobe, supreme relate. I know J Rock, hoggy relate. Black Sam, Adam relate. He did J Stone relate. Lauren pac man, it's love. I wanna see you. I wish I knew when the storm came. How many tears did you cry when you lost someone? We did this shit off for the wall, Did this shit for my little brother.
1: listening to UCLA Radio.
4: The government can't solve every problem.
6: But I will always listen to UCLA Radio! Radio, radio, radio,
5: radio,
0: radio, radio, radio.
5: Slow B, I did this for you. I
3: did The day, the time.
0: today was a good day i have to spray the cake today was a good day post some activists